We had a really good game against them earlier in the year in Vegas, and we had some success against them, so we're going to come out and we got to be smart. we got to play the right way. They're well coached over there. they got a lot of guys that work really hard and a lot of skill over there, so we got to come play the right way tonight. Sabres winger Alex Tuck playing against his old team, the Vegas Golden Knights tonight. At KeyBank Center, puck drop set for 7 o'clock. Brian Koziel, Paul Hamilton take your pregame at 6 p.m. here today. It's been a busy busy day for one Brian Koziel, by the way. Yeah. T to Green. T to Green. On with you. Joined Sabres us. Sabres pregame. Sabres pregame and throughout the evening. Look at him go. He's He's got a busy day today. Mm-hmm. All, always, always hats off to Brian Koziel. Yeah, no days off for Brian. Good for him. Put, puts in the hard work and does an excellent job. He always <laughs> does. Unlike this show. Hey, that's more about me. I try to. I try to bring some. You have some professional pride by saying that. No, 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 no. I try. I, I, <laughs> I try to bring the calmness to the chaos. I try to calm the storm. Your first words today were, "Let's see if we can get you going." <laughs> I know. <laughs> so you can just stop lying right now. <laughs> At least you saw through the facade. Yeah. Come on. Hey, no Jack Eichel tonight. Okay. So Sabres fans don't have a thing to boo other than the actual team again when they make one mistake. Yeah. We got to stop doing that. We got to stop doing that. I mean, I get it. I, I've booed when it's a game of mistakes. Yes. But when it's the first period and, and you're down one nothing, Or 2-1. to one. Or 2-1 to one, or 3-2 to two, or whatever, that's not the time to boo. The time to boo is when you lose to the Columbus Blue Jackets 9-4. to four. Yes. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I was at the Flyers game, and I think they were down, what, 3 nothing at the end of the first. And That's I remember, okay, too, because it's I the Flyers, the, and I they're remember the, the, the stadium just booing. Yeah. yeah. But that's okay, because it's the Flyers, and they're annoying. But And it's also 3 nothing. It's not like it's 2-1 or one nothing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm just at the point where it's like, I get it, we're all frustrated, but we all kind of have to come together here and... It's try to enjoy as much of it as you can right now because, yes, this is a lost season, so it's too late. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to the math, like, yeah, they're making things interesting now. Right. They're still there. They're still there. They're still alive. And, again, they're making things interesting. Right. However, if they, if, they suffer a, if they suffer a close loss against a team, like, that's one thing. Um, and that's something – look, losing to Anaheim – yeah, bad. Bad. Not good. Very bad. Very bad. Not a good time. But on the upcoming schedule, the only team I can look at that and go, if you lose like that to a team at home, there's only one time I can really say that fans should really be allowed to do that. Wait, That's Ottawa. Oh. That's fair, though. You're right. Because everywhere, everywhere else here on this schedule, at home, is quality competition. Yeah, the Islanders. Yeah. So you're saying we might go to overtime? <laughs> right. Because the Islanders have, what did you say, 14 overtime losses? They have 14 overtime losses and 17 regulation wins. What? They're disgusting. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? Yes. The Sabres have 24 wins? 23, 23 regulation wins for the Sabres. Oh, my goodness. The Islanders have 17. Gary, if you're listening, I know you're not. Get rid of the loser point, please. No, no. Ready? This is something that somebody has had teed up 
all day that he just wanted to say. And he's absolutely right. It's just another chance to say it out loud. Three, two, one. Three, two, one point yeah. system. I thought we were counting down. I was like, what are we, what are we counting down to? It was kind of doing that for him. <laughs> Evan has wanted to say that all day. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I believe it, but Jeremy was kind of the reason why I started believing it because it makes – it makes going winning in regulation more important. Right. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's why. And Think it, about could, it. it could take a team that's behind in the standings, win a few games in regulation, hey, you're back in it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and it makes things interesting. Oddly enough, the Sabres would be the team closest to the wild card if it was a 3-2-1 point system. Yeah. But also... They wouldn't be in a wild card spot, But though? then you also don't get the Columbus run. Right. If uh, 2017... 2017? I think... I think. They had 18 overtime losses where they made the playoffs with 18 free points. You're losing yeah. and you're getting rewarded for it. Yes, but also a 3-2-1 point system means that your overtime wins also are less important. And if you're, say, in a playoff race like Buffalo is, mm-hmm. um, like look at last year. If we're in a 3-2-1 point system, do you think maybe you pull the goalie while you're tied? Try to get that extra Ooh. point. You get strategies like that in a playoff race something interesting came up with zach and i this past week. i was just about to say did that. you know that if you pull your goaltender in overtime and you lose you don't get a point that was brought up to us by a caller and i researched it and it's 100 true i thought it was pull it while you were on the power play in overtime nope, or is it if just you pull it in pull overtime, it in overtime. Okay. Yep. if you pull the goaltender in overtime and you lose you don't get a point you forfeit your point yep the NHL introduced that when they introduced overtime. Hang on. That's really cool, though, because think about that. I think it's really stupid. No, no. <laughs> no, no. Ready? I think it's a good idea to pull your goalie in overtime because if you need that extra point, it's, hey, we're willing to risk it all. Let's go for it. And again, but that also means that you're willing to forfeit that point. I actually don't hate that because mm. that makes it even more of all or nothing in a situation where you need all. That's Okay, I see your reasoning, but I still don't agree with it. I agree with the point of... It makes the game more exciting, and you should be rewarded for risking it. Yes, or or have your point taken away if you lose it. Like, that's perfectly fine by me. Oh, okay. I worded that poorly. I, I walked right into that. No, time. but, like, I'm saying, like, <laughs> if, if they were to keep that, for example, like, that's fine no, by me. No, it's still a thing. Like, it's yeah. been a thing. It's never – I don't think it's ever been no. used. No, because, because why – Because what, what team has ever pulled their goaltender in overtime? It's such an old rule probably, though. It's from the 90s. Because the shootout didn't exist. Yep. So no one ever does it anymore. Yeah. Or even tries to. I wonder if coaches even know about it. Because, I mean, we saw the whole right. thing in the Super Bowl where the 49ers didn't know about the rule changes in overtime or say they didn't. That's just ignorant of them. Well, right. But but that's where I'm like, what if Don Granato pulls Ukapekaluka in tonight in overtime and the Sabres lose and they don't get a point? Like, that's going to be like the talk of the weekend. Oh, my God. That would be, first of all, the, the, the emergence of, of an old rule. <laughs> right. But I think the other thing about it is just like it existed because the shootout didn't exist. See, but here's my thing. If, so if no teams, one would ever try to risk that anymore because you could think, hey, if we can't break through in overtime, well, here's my, we've got this one-on-one skills competition. Yeah, I don't like the shootout anyway. <laughs> I don't like it. Personally. It was a fun novelty for a while. But now it's just kind of. Give me continuous overtime. I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Like, just play till someone scores. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Then you might get that rule. Exactly. Maybe someone but pulls a goalie here's, out of desperation. Here's a game plan for you. Ready? You enter the zone and you say, 
Fastest skater is on my bench. Say it's J.J. Paterka because he's pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Uka and skates off. Your bench is closer to your offensive zone in overtime. Mm-hmm. Does this rule apply to when the goaltender is in the net or on the ice? Because if it applies to on the ice, you say, hey, J.J., get on the ice, hang out by the point, right by the bench. If the other team gets possession of the puck, you hop over the boards, Lucan and jump onto the ice, you're on the ice. If they score, we still get our point. <laughs> if they don't score... I think you're thinking too, way too much about this. No, it, I think that works. If Lukanen's on the ice, what's the, that, that constitutes the goaltender being in play. The net is quote-unquote empty, but the goaltender's on the ice. It'd be like if Lukanen went off for a skate in the corner and then they shot the puck down Wait, the ice and scored. But so, I think it's illegal for goaltenders, goaltenders to can't go, be over the line. go past center ice. Yeah, but they have to go past center ice to get to the bench. Oh, wait. You're answering your own question, aren't you? Every third period, they're on the right side. Okay, never yeah. mind. All right. Never mind. There you go. Okay. It was fun while it lasted. <laughs> well, what, if we, say, what, what if we say What if we say in overtime that rule is absolved and you know, goaltenders <laughs> can skate? Never mind. I'm, I'm talking myself in a circle here. I'm sorry. You, you, you unfortunately found your cliff that but you had to let's say eventually that that drive w- off let's of. Let's say that that wasn't the case, right? That'd probably be an interesting game plan. That'd make games exciting. If it wasn't the case, I'd put my goaltender as the point man up in the circle. Okay, if, throw if, him a stick like they do in, in ah, Mighty Ducks and have him shoot the knuckle puck. Zigoli! <laughs> I want to go home and watch that movie out. Oh, man. So many rules were broken in that movie. <laughs> what a good movie, though. Yes. What a good movie series. It's a great kids movie series, yeah. and you can't take it too seriously because otherwise um, you try making a goalie fire a knuckle puck with a flying V. <laughs> I, I, I really want to see did, the did, did Offside's review, if Offside's review existed when the oh. flying V did, oh man, we would never have anything fun. No. You'd have to do like a reverse flying V. And I don't think that would work. <laughs> did, the, did, the, did the point man have the puck while he... Dropped it back, crossing over the line. But the but we're but, gonna spend eight minutes on this. But did the puck cross the line when he dropped it? Back? When he had possession. <laughs> What's constituting possession? At that point, I think the refs would just say no, no goal. Yeah, move they, on. They hate fun. <laughs> we already know they hate fun. Yes, they do. Actually, no. There was that one ref the other night that had no, some they personality. Hate, they hate Zach Benson. That's right. That's a good point. Full circle. Here we are. <laughs> That's called a callback, kids. But no, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I think that one ref that other night had some fun with it, where there was a no goal call, uh, and he said that I don't think you're not going to like this, but no goal. I mean, like, playing to the crowd, I guess. Yeah, but that's like West Macaulay right there. But yeah. it's not West Macaulay. Yeah, except they all just stink at their jobs normally. Yeah, what are you going to do? I feel like there's really no way to be Take a three-hour show and put them on blast for it? Yes. Let's do it. Guess what? That's what... No, I'm just kidding. I feel like there's no... (laughs) We get three more. No. There's no way to, like, kind of make officiating funny or exciting. I mean, when the one referee was when... I think it was, what, Geno Smith that was the intentional grounding and Geno Smith, and he was trying to argue it, and and then he goes while his mic is on, he's like, hold on. He's like, hold on, I'm talking to the world. (laughs) Yeah, he's right. That was that was funny. I, the only play, the only referees that can really do this consistently are um, baseball umpires 
because they can have like the oh, crazy like but they have the worst right right but emotions they have, running through them but they have the they can have the crazy the guy like, that thought the ball was outs. dropped in the glove and he like moved his glove and the ball fell aside and he got ejected for it yep like oh my god yeah. get over yourself ump umpires in baseball are umpires in baseball are the worst they're hot and cold and extremely hot or extremely cold absolutely the worst all right we're going to talk about pancakes to wrap up the show in the next oh, segment. Okay. And what do I mean by that? Well, you're going to have to find out here on WGR.